Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Ladies, thank you for joining us. Um, this is Paige here, and you're going to get the opportunity to hear from my dear friend, Janelle Martin. This series is on the spiritual gift of prophecy, and I want to encourage you with 1 Corinthians 14.1. This is the NIV version. It says, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. The NLT translation says, let love be your highest goal, but you should also give you should also desire special abilities that the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy. We live in a time now, as much as ever, that it is of the utmost importance that we hear truth, and we know that the Lord gives us the Spirit of truth inside of us, testifying of the things to come, testifying of what is right. But it's not only essential that we hear truth, but also that we speak truth, and that we speak the truth in love as this verse is saying in 1 Corinthians 14.1. I invite you on this journey, I welcome you on this journey to explore the basics surrounding the gift of prophecy. And I pray that your heart would be encouraged, that you would grow in faith, that you would grow in maturing in this gift, and that you would even be stirred to have um, a greater love for the Word of God as Janelle just unfolds unfolds both the Old Testament and the New Testament in examining the role of prophecy in our lives today. Thanks for joining us. Let us know if you have any questions. I hope that you have an ability to take notes as there's going to be some great information in this episode as we discuss the spiritual gift of prophecy. Hello, ladies, and thank you for joining us. This is Paige here with uh, my friend and a mentor and entourage Um, director and team member, Janelle Martin. Say hello, Janelle. Hello. So um, our conversation today is going to be setting up a series that Janelle will be doing the lead teaching on. Um, These will probably, we're recording in September. Those will be released in um, probably November or late October. And I just wanted to take this time to share a little about Janelle in my life um, in setting up the context for why we're going to do this particular series. And this particular series is going to be on the spiritual gift of prophecy. And so I want to um, just give a and really the whole series will be a biblical framework around prophecy. Um, But even um, maybe for some of you that have never heard that word in a context of um, that you're about to have access to some training concerning that word, I just want to put you at at ease right away in the word. Um, And I'm taken to 1 Corinthians, really 1 Corinthians 12 through 14. You'll find a, a lot of information about the spiritual gifts. Prophecy is a spiritual gift. It is not the only spiritual gift. It is not Janelle's only spiritual gift. It is one that she operates strongly in. It is one that the Lord allows opportunities for her to teach on and mentor on, Um, but it is something actually that Paul um, tells us that we're all to desire. 
And that is in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1. So I'm just going to hop into 1 Corinthians 13, 13. It says, Now there remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Then it goes on 14, verse 1, 1 Corinthians. Pursue the spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. And um, and your version may read a little different. And so I hope that in, in the coming months, we can spend some time on many spiritual gifts uh, because they all need to be taught on. They all need to be explored. We all have a gift if we are in Christ and Christ is in us. He has equipped us with gifts. Prophecy, however, is one that Paul has told us specifically to desire. So Janelle um, is the first person that I knew in my life that operated in what I understood to be called, quote, the prophetic, unquote. And it's really not weird. Um, it's That's I'm nice at, to know. Yeah. It's, it, it, I'm saying <laughs> this. I'm, t- I'm saying this to you like it's me listening to this a decade ago or maybe even not that long ago. But here's what I knew about Janelle, and I want to I want to continue to set this up so that um, when you hear from from her, you'll just know how much honor I have and trust for her in this area. I knew Janelle was a prayer warrior. That is what I knew about Janelle. I knew that Janelle had a fruit bearing life, um, and of course she she's a mom, she she's a wife, she's a teacher. I knew those uh, other things about Janelle, but I knew that she had an intimate relationship with the Lord. So. Um, I am going to let you talk, Janelle, I promise. I'm just laying the groundwork real quick. Um, but pre-entourage, when we were doing Hearts at Rest, and my mom and I were like, who are women that we can ask to pray that will really actually pray for this Hearts at Rest project? And um, and we sat down and thought of a few women, and not a ton of, of women, and that's not a jab toward them. It's just the Lord highlighted, these are the ones that really— are going to pray. And Janelle was one, and my mom and I did not have a super intimate relationship with Janelle, but we trusted her on the basis that we knew she was a prayer warrior and we saw the fruit of the Spirit in her life. So as we begin, and she agreed to cover us in prayer through that project, and as we begin in three or four months of working on that project together to um, to minister really alongside her, her prophetic gifting was sort of started to come out. And and I once told Janelle, I said, hey, we're going to have a Hearts at Rest event. You're welcome to come and use your gift. And Janelle said, is there going to be anyone else there that operates in the prophetic? Because I prefer to operate with someone alongside me for accountability. And I said, I don't even know anybody else that operates that way. Now, in hindsight, that's probably not a true statement. There are people, we all operate as things in things as vessels of God, whether or not we have language to put around that. But bottom line, the entire Word of God has been given to us on the premise that God speaks to people. He inspired it through men that wrote it and through stories of men and women who were faithful and obedient to Him. So we open the Word to discern truth on the premise that God speaks to people before and after Christ. And that is how um, I want you to just think about this this gift of of prophecy, um, that it makes sense. That's how we have have the Word that people hear from from the Lord. Um, So Janelle, there's a lot of ground that we could cover. 
there's a lot of gifts. And honestly, if you would have asked me what will be the first spiritual gift the entourage will teach on, I would not have said prophecy. But Janelle um, has been doing training all, already on this, and I knew she had the content ready. And I'm like, let's go. We've got listeners I think will benefit. Why is it important right now? I'm going to ask you two questions. Why is it important right now for us as the body of Christ to not be afraid of prophecy, to be equipped to operate in it? That's part one of the question. Part two is kind of tag along. Why did Paul tell us to desire that specific gift? So, Well, I like to think of um, the deep root with prophecy. It's based in love, but the scripture, and I did not bring my uh, notes in here, but it talks about um, that God tells his secrets to his friends. Mm -hmm. And I think if we could get to the place where, yes, we honor him as Abba Father, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but that we do life, that he is a friend, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, the third part of the um, Godhead, that he is a, a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the, what that means is a life of prophecy, yeah. where that we hear our Father's voice. That is Scripture. Mm-hmm. We hear our Father's voice, and we don't hear the voice of a, of another or a stranger. Yeah. And so that's simply all that... Um, prophecy is some um do it simply by acts of oftentimes acts of kindness is Mm -hmm. truly a prophetic act Mm -hmm. even though it's not labeled that way usually when we hear prophecy we think of someone with a microphone and um even when i was growing up a prophet was gloom and doom and none of those things are biblical. That's if you grew up in the charismatic church. Yes. If you grew up in my church, then there was never a prophet that a you word. heard on a yeah. microphone. But yeah. even like on the TV, like <laughs> right, if you watch right. Christian TV, yeah. if someone says they're a prophet, um, there's a very uh, strong dominating, dominating yeah. uh, personality. Uh, but that's not all that encompassed. That can be that way. Just like there's a bold pastor or a bold Sunday school teacher that's in their bent or their mm-hmm. the way they're formed, but that's not prophecy in of, a, of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, prophecy is just the way that you respond to the promptings or the unctions or what, what most folks, especially those that are not of... Um, a spirit-filled background. Mm-hmm. Well, I just had this thought to do this for my right. friend or to check up on uh, Mrs. So-and-so. Those are promptings, prophetic promptings, I do believe, yeah. of to respond. Because prophecy, at its core, it is to edify, exhort, and comfort. Mm-hmm. And what does a good friend do? Mm-hmm. They edify, exhort, and comfort one another. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's my approach to prophecy. Um, I would rather do it um, quietly and undetected. Mm-hmm. And God allowed me to do that for a long time. And uh, just like with every, every other gift, um, the more you practice it or do it, mm-hmm. the more He exposes you to to more. And so, mm-hmm. um, did I answer your question? I don't know that I well, did. Well, no, I think that I think that you answered it in part, but I'm going to hone it in a little more. So, I asked why like why focus on this right now? And you talked about how prophecy really is kind of rooted in in 
friendship with the mm-hmm. Lord in hearing the the Lord giving plans to his his friends. And so I think that is that really is at the heart of the answer of why right now we need to know we need to know that we are in that kind of relationship with the Lord and that he loves us. The scripture talks about his perfect love cast out fear. And I don't remember a more fearful time in our society as a whole. You know, there's been fearful pockets, maybe this town or this situation, but as a whole, not just our nation, but the world is so full of fear right now that God's answer to that fear is His perfect love. Yes. And He loves us enough to send or allow us to be uh, not just His friend, but a friend to one another that's rooted in love. Absolutely. And in doing that, then we will have even, I call them prophetic conversations or prophetic acts Mm -hmm. that truly facilitate His love into people's lives and situations. And um, and prophetic is a big umbrella. It is. So there's there's a lot of roads that we can go down, but in general, that is prophetic. Yeah, I think that's important to note um, that prophetic is a big umbrella. I think that was really hard for me mm-hmm. when I started to um, when I started to fellowship with folks that operated in the gift of uh, what we're calling the prophetic. I wanted to be able to put it in a certain kind of box and understand exactly what it what it was and um, in it in its vast. And I love that you gave mm-hmm. the example of how in the vernacular that I grew up in, I may have said, I felt led to, mm-hmm. or I feel like the Lord is saying, um, or I wanted to encourage you today. Those are the things I would have said about mm-hmm. how the Lord is speaking to me in most of my upbringing. And someone from your background may have, we may have had the same outcome in doing something, but you may exactly. have said, I've I feel like the Lord has given me a word for you. Mm-hmm. And that act would be the act of prophecy through mm-hmm. the gift of prophecy. So some things are vernacular, some things are not. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's important where Janelle said it's a big umbrella and it's it's um and it's not um the doom and gloom that you mm-hmm. see often in the Old Testament, though there are prophets mm-hmm. that and the office of prophet is different than the gift of prophecy that we're talking about. There are those like Agabus in Acts who the Lord does give a solemn word mm-hmm. to. Um, but I think even in in his context, he was preparing Paul and he was preparing the disciples and apostles' hearts for mm-hmm. what was ahead. So even that element of That's of that comfort, exhortation. That exhortation. Because trying to get the people to come up higher to another level yes. than where they're at because of the goodness of God or the situation yeah. of God that's about to come. And God knows it. They don't know it. Yes. So it's kind of like if you think about it, um, when a prophetic something comes across... It would be like you seeing a child in the road and going, oh, well, that's okay. They'll take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And and they don't realize that they see a car, that there's a car coming straight at them. Yeah. If we love that child, we scream, get out of the road, or we go and grab them yeah. to save them from the car hitting them. Yeah. And that's the same thing in this walk with one another under that prophetic umbrella. Mm-hmm. If the Lord was to whisper to me, you know, I need Paige to not take this trip that she has coming up um, for her own safety. Mm-hmm. I would, because we are in that relationship, I would come and just say, hey, have you 
really considered, and are you following peace in this trip? Is it a God-inspired trip? That mm-hmm. would be how I would come to you if I were to get something like that of a warning. Yeah. And I wanted to, something that I hadn't thought about until the way you were wording your questions, but it, it does go back to our first Christmas. You know, there was prophetic operating at Jesus' birth. Mm. Oh, yeah. Simeon and, and Anna. Anna. Anna the prophet. Yeah. yeah. In the in the temple. And so, you know, it always goes back to at the beginning. Well, at the beginning of Jesus's life, mm-hmm. there's prophecy. Yeah. In operation. And it's noted. So that to me, that's important because this book could be written and we couldn't carry it. But he chose to have it written down for us to see that. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that you have to dress in a certain way or... Uh, live in in a mystical, spooky kind of way. Um, one way that it gets um, misused, because we know the enemy has a counterfeit for every good thing Absolutely. of the Lord. And one of those ways are, especially this time of year, you'll see shows with people that have the crystal ball or the palm readers and those things. Mm-hmm. And that is just Satan has twisted and polluted what is a God-given gift. Mm-hmm. And people have submitted to his kingdom rather than God's kingdom. Yeah. And because that prophecy gift, if it's a gift or a prophet, that is in your DNA when you were knit together in your mother's womb. But the actual uh, common usage of prophecy, I believe, is part of just being a relational uh, Christian. Yeah. First with the Father and then with one another. And, and so to give, to think back to the first quote, word I received, and if that vernacular is not familiar to you, that just means someone receiving an unction from the Lord mm-hmm. and then taking it in obedience, which Janelle will teach on this side note, that's not always an immediate thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you may take that word, Janelle's going to teach on this, we're not going to go into teaching, take it to the Lord and ask, what do you want me to do with it? Mm-hmm. But Janelle sent me, and Janelle probably doesn't remember this because I know Janelle well enough to know that she generally, once she's released it, she's done with it and she moves on. But I was sitting in church. I did not go to church with her at the time. And I got a text from her that said, do not feel shaken. And I thought, I don't feel shaken. I'm having a pretty great day. But I, but she had my ear because I knew that she spent a lot of time in prayer with the Lord, and I'd done enough life with her to know that she wasn't kooky. And um, But that week, that week began to be one of those weeks that would unfold, that it was just like attack after attack. I had a friend diagnosed with cancer. My sister-in-law lost her baby halfway through a pregnancy. Um, there, there was, um, there was family grief. Opportunities to be shook. Yes, absolutely. Like boom, boom, boom. And the Lord, as I found to be the case, um, when he is speaking something to me in this way through someone, or the Lord often speaks to me of what she's describing as secret things through dreams more often for me, Mm -hmm. that he'll give me that that word, and then he'll back it up with scripture. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord, I remember, gave me two scriptures that week. Um, one just explicitly said, do not feel shaken. Mm-hmm. And the other one um, said, that, because this was heading into springtime, and it was reading the Old Testament, and uh, one of the kings um, that represented God's people, he was told by a prophet, he said, um, the king from the opposing country is going to come against you in the spring. And I read it, and I tried to ignore it, but I just felt it come off the page. And I knew the Lord was telling me, get your armor on and get your shield up, because 
He's coming after you this spring. And so, so what Janelle had ministered to me in that moment, even though it didn't make sense, I just kind of tucked it away and continued in my time with in the Word each day as I would. And I would find that the Lord would speak the same thing through the Word. And then as my circumstances would come about, I remembered that the Lord had gone out of His way to minister to me through Janelle to say, you don't need to feel shaken, even though it felt like things were very mm-hmm. shaky. And so that, uh, I'm just sharing that as a, that's a small example. That was one text message yeah. that was only a few words. But a and, huge volume of God's love. A volume of you. God's love like, for me that helped me walk out that season and um, and that helped me recognize God's voice through a brother or sister in Christ in that it was lining up with what the mm-hmm. Lord was telling me in my quiet times. And prophecies should always do that. Absolutely. I, th- I, I think of it like a pair of shoes like a, mm-hmm. that mat like that you have mm-hmm. to put them up by each other exactly. and be like, is this the right size? Is this a match? And mm-hmm. if they don't match, then nope. Mm-hmm. And the word is what we use to mm-hmm. to judge. Um, and using the shoes, that, that's yeah. even a great way because some shoes we wear in the winter, some we wear in the summer, some we don't wear all year long and yeah. others we do. So sometimes that prophetic word like that instantly happened after that was given but I've also delivered words that it took two years before what that word was about came to pass. Yeah. And so anytime someone shares something like that with you, um, like you said, just tuck it away, write it down, stick it in your Bible. Um, I like to call it just put it on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And if it is of the Lord, he'll take you back just like we go to our shoes and pull out that box of oh what were there what was in this box oh yeah those are my shoes for for winter yeah and I had forgotten I bought them on the clearance sale the year before and so he's faithful to pull those things back up um that are yours yeah and and so I think um when Janelle spends time teaching more in depth on this our heart as a ministry in seeing when, like Psalm 68:11, kind of our theme verse, the Lord gives the command, which means the Lord says something, and then a great army of women proclaim what the Lord said. So again, it's just this premise that we hear, the Lord speaks, we hear from the Lord, we deliver what the Lord has said, but it's that the women in our midst would be equipped through the Word of God and through the exhortation of Janelle and others that have walked more maturely in this gift to both be receivers and deliverers mm-hmm. um, because we're told to desire spiritual mm-hmm. gifts and especially that we may prophesy. And um, I think that, as I said, I, I'd done life with Janelle before I was, if she would have given me a word and I, this is for me personally, and I had not seen the fruit of her life or known it, it, it may have caught me off guard because I'd not been around it at that time. Mm-hmm. And so certainly we have to have we have to have discerning spirits to know, mm-hmm. man, Lord, that person seems pretty kooky. Should I receive yeah. a word from them? Or so even if both someone elements comes off of that. harsh. Because yeah. sometimes I know when I've I've even heard something for someone, I'm either so stirred up against the enemy that they, how dare he do that to to this person or or um, it's it's a, a immediate word because mm-hmm. like when the child's in the street, you yell, you go, get out of the street, get out of the road. Yeah. You know, you're not nice and gentle, but um, those are few and far between. 
Yeah. If you're dealing with someone that's always that way, then that is a place to step back and go, okay, let's reexamine what, what's up, you yeah. know, because the, and we'll talk about that in another way. But um, I wanted to back up too, just to show a little bit of how this works, because um, the, the word does also talk about to l- truly love someone, we lay down our life, we deny ourselves. And um, the prophetic is that way, that you love someone enough to even look foolish yeah. or to uh, you love someone more than you love your reputation mm-hmm. or yourself. It yes. cannot be done in pride and be done to glorify the Lord and to love our neighbors. Yeah. And so um, that's just another great way of the heart behind like you said, if you know the person, but even if you don't know the person, if they're a person speaking from the Lord's voice, you, it will have that peace about it. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it is a warning word, and you just always follow peace and yeah. whatever it is. But I wanted to, before we go on, Paige was talking about inviting me into the hearts at rest. Um, a backstory on this is... Um, when we attended church when she was first married, um, I've not had natural daughters. And so through the years, God has highlighted young women that, and most of them have great moms, just like Paige, but to say, I need you to love her like your own. And so I felt like the Lord had asked me that one Sunday at church, mm. and uh, he asked me to love you like like my own. And I was like, like you said, Lord, I don't, she doesn't even know me. Like, how is this going to play out? But okay, if, if mm-hmm. I know that's your voice, so I say yes, but you're going to have to bring things around. And that was probably what, five or seven years before, before this. Connected. And yeah. so I just want to encourage you of that as we're talking about this, if you're opening your heart up to things, there may be things that even you have to hold. Mm-hmm. Prophetic isn't always instant. Yeah. It it doesn't sit well in our instant society. Sometimes you'll you'll hear something, you'll feel something, but you don't get the opportunity to act upon it. Yeah. And so. if the again, just to come back to those that may share background with me, if that word prophetic is is hard to move past, just think of the word hearing. We're just mm-hmm. talking about yeah. hearing from the Lord. And and what you do with the hearing is the act that makes there it prophetic, whether it's that exhorting, encouraging mm-hmm. company, what, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But at the base level, it's hearing from the Lord. And I think that is one of the reasons Paul's saying you everybody's got to mm-hmm. be in a place to hear from the Lord. And then when we're hearing from the Lord, what we are going to speak is spirit and life, exactly. and it's going to encourage and build up. Um, Janelle, I bet you've not... Uh, thought about this story in a long time, but we serve on a board of seven to eight women together in a ministry team. And we have an annual, we have have quarterly board meetings. We had a long kind of training day meeting. And um, I had had prayed to the Lord about, um, I follow an amazing prophetic artist from Canada named Mindy Oten. You should check her out. But so she, she reads the word, she listens to the Lord, and she draws and paints what, um, how, how he, and they'll scripture her, and it's beautiful. But we have a friend named Ashley on our our team, and I had asked the Lord to kind of show me what p- 
picture to get each person. And Ashley, uh, I got her this painting of of a dandelion, and it was being blown out in in the wind to go and plant these various seeds. And it was because Ashley gone through, unbeknownst to other people on our team, she'd gone through a lot a lot of grief and what probably felt like a lot of of death in that time. Um, and and I've been in some of those private settings with her, and so. I just I saw it kind of as an encouragement from the Lord that death is not death when we are um, in Christ because there's resurrection life and everything. So this visual image of all these little dandelion seeds going out, being blown in the wind. So in a way, so this was private between me and the Lord. And then Janelle, unrelated to me doing that, had also prayed for an encouraging word for the Lord to give each woman on our team. And and so um, Ashley opens her card from. Janelle, and it says, I feel like the Lord wants you to know that you are his dandelion. As she has this painting from me of this dandelion just blowing in the air. And I feel like that's a really good example, yes. a simple example, but a good example that the Lord wanted to encourage Ashley's heart about things that only mm-hmm. he knew. I had some knowledge of them. Janelle had no knowledge mm-hmm. of them, but he brought the same message um, to her, actually with Antoinette too, the Lord had given me the word congruent about mm-hmm. Antoinette. And um, this is a different friend, different meeting. And uh, the Lord had given me a dream and said, just tell this word congruent to Antoinette. And then um, Janelle brought her a gift of this necklace that can lie. It's like versatile. It's congruent in its nature. It can be worn multi-sided, multi-faceted, mm-hmm. and was just a similar, it was a similar thing. What God mm-hmm. had told me to tell her that I didn't understand mm-hmm. Janelle had a gift and more of an explanation for it, and that we were not like conspiring. No. We were just both listening on behalf of our our mm-hmm. sisters. And Janelle has operated in this, as you will hear later on, for more years than not, and um, and has a really a, a gifted a, a disposition to her giftedness. I think um, that that's true from most spiritual gifts, that people, this is my opinion, that even lost people have a disposition mm-hmm. to carry a certain spiritual gift, but then the Holy Spirit anoints that mm-hmm. gift, and that is when we're operating in His power, when they're anointed through surrendering to receiving mm-hmm. the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, but but anyway, I yeah, I don't operate like Janelle does. It's not my primary gifting, but i that's how I came really then to be in closer relationship with Janelle. I was hungry for the things of the Spirit because I did begin to experience the Lord speaking to me through dreams. This was in 2017. Um, I maybe had one dream outside of that in my life that I recognized as a God dream. You may know what I'm talking about if you've been on the other end of that um, listing. They're just different. And I needed someone to walk me through the things of the Holy Spirit that I did not understand. And so Janelle is that to uh, to me, and I am excited for you all to get to grow in the things of the Spirit. We are called to be led by the Spirit as sons and daughters of God. The Word says that we will all be taught of the Spirit, by the mm-hmm. Spirit Himself. And um, and so, yes, Janelle is a teacher as well, but you're really going to enjoy learning about the gift of prophecy and in the basics around navigating, navigating through that. What else do you want them to know? What else well, do you want to tell them? And I just, even as you're using the word spirit, a lot of times 
uh, folks that are in uh, certain denominations, even that is odd. But just keep going back to, okay, we have God the Father, the creator of everything. We have um, Jesus, God the Son, that he came. And when he came, he said, I'm going to leave, but I'm not leaving you alone. That's right. That I'm going to send you. And that what he sent was the third part, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so it is all God. Mm-hmm. If we can just settle our mind in that, anchor it there, that it's all God. And if it's God, it's good. You were referencing, uh, even talking about Ashley. You know, the enemy was intent at that time in Ashley's life to steal, kill, and destroy her. Mm-hmm. But God loved her so much that he used the gift of prophecy to breathe life over her. Mm-hmm. Because even since that day of your picture and, and the word coming through my vocal cords, um, and I'm very particular about that. I'll come back to that. But um, the, the dandelion mm-hmm. visual has meant many things to her in the mm-hmm. days, weeks, and years since then. Yeah. So, um, I, and I love it when that happens because that's truly how the word is, is it grows and we grow in our understanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time we reread even a familiar story, we get a new uh, picture or mm-hmm. a new verse of that uh, or a part of that will go, oh, yeah, that's there too. I even went back the, um, in the last few days to Genesis in um, the creation, and there was something there that I read over, you know, forever, mm-hmm. and it was fresh and new, and we saw it again. And so that's how the written word works. So that's how the prophetic word should also work. Mm-hmm. If it works contradictory to how the written word works, then then that's not prophecy. Yeah. Um, and I just. Um, I want to encourage uh, those of you that, like Paige said, that this might be foreign or different, to just open your heart a little to just say, Lord, if there's more that Mm -hmm. I don't know or understand, I trust you to show me. Yeah. Because my heart in delivering, whether it's delivering the prophetic word or delivering teaching, my prayer is always, God, your voice to use my vocal cords. And so you'll hear that terminology a lot with me, and I don't mean anything other than I just want it to be God, and if it's God, it's going to be good. Yeah. Because I'm a flawed um, human like everyone else, and uh, we make mistakes. And so if you have been uh, hurt by someone saying they're prophetic or... um or, or a word that was given that might not have been truly God, just to, um, I just pray that, that you would open your heart to say, Lord, maybe that one was just a, a strike. Yeah. That that there is some life and some truth to this, too. And I just pray today that um, God's love would, would get you over the hurt. Yes. To open up to experience all that He has for you. Um through yes. prophecy, because what I love about prophecy, when we're getting ready to teach or, or preach or even um, a word yeah. or a topic, we can study. Mm-hmm. So we can gain from everyone else's knowledge. We can pray over it and, and, and feel the help of the Holy Spirit to deliver it, mm-hmm. but we've studied it. 
Yeah. Prophecy, the only way that works is to have a relationship with the Lord mm-hmm. and not a casual one. Mm-hmm. The deeper you are uh, in connection with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the more the prophetic comes forth. And I think that's why he said to one reason that he said to desire above all things mm-hmm. because prophecy can't be in the head. Yeah. It has to come from that relationship, just like a child comes from the relationship of a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Prophecy comes from intimacy with the Father in His written word, yes. first and foremost, by by having Him as your Lord and Savior mm-hmm. and allowing Him to take you through the baptismals that follow and um, and to just know that we live and breathe and have our being because of Him. That's right. And so from that place, prophecy comes, and you should be able to see a trail of life if someone um, is operating prophetically. Yes. Correctly, according to the Word. I am um, I, I, just another testimony. Um, when I, I had a little boy named Oaks, he's almost one, and the way this is going to sound really weird, but again, I was in relationship. This is about Jesse, Jesse Salee. I was in relationship with Jesse, so I was I knew her walk, I knew the fruit of her life to receive that. But anyway, we're having coffee one day. This is before I had Oaks, before I knew I was pregnant with Oaks. And Jesse said, "Hey, the Lord told me to tell you not to be afraid to bring home a baby boy. Nothing like a little coffee chat, right?" So I'm like. What? And so anyway, I just continued on with my day and um, I went grocery shopping that evening. This would be my third child. So when I was done grocery shopping, I grabbed a pregnancy test. And when I got home, I unloaded all the groceries and then remembered I had that. And that's how tired I must have been. And come to find out, I actually was pregnant. And I thought, what a strange thing that the Lord would tell Jesse to let me know that, and then it was true. Well, later on, I um, I almost had Oaks early in a way that would have been not optimal for his health. It was about 31 weeks, and um, and really for about six weeks after that incident, just had to walk that out with the Lord every day where I was experiencing contractions, uh, but couldn't really do full-time bed rest and just like thinking, am I going to have a baby today, even though, of course, praying against it. And the Lord would remind me of that word. That word was a lot more about that time, not being afraid to bring a baby boy home at whatever date he would arrive than it was about a positive pregnancy test. Mm -hmm. Uh, But again, I was in relationship with Jesse. This comes back to to community, to friendship, friendship Mm -hmm. with the Lord, Mm -hmm. friendship with others. And um, in in as we kind of close this out, I'm so excited for you guys to to learn learn more from Janelle, for all of us to learn more from from Janelle. But if you remember the end of First Corinthians 13, where he talks about the greatest gifts are faith, hope, and love, mm-hmm. and then he rolls into chapter 14 and says, you know, desire the greater gifts, desire the gifts, especially that you may prophesy. Mm-hmm. What Janelle is saying is that. Really, we prophesy faith, hope, mm-hmm. and love, and it comes through those those lenses. Is kind of my mm-hmm. opinion. I find that with an entourage, often we are in a hope vein. At least mm-hmm. in this season, that a lot of our efforts just seem to come in through that because the Lord knows who's bringing in, who's bringing out, and and who needs what. But um, I just I just want to encourage you that there are 
there's nothing but good ahead in growing in this area. For me to grow in this area, I had to be willing to be wrong, meaning I had to be willing to admit that maybe, this sounds so silly to say, that maybe there were things that I did not understand, but that I was called to operate and be obedient in. And Even I know you had read it in the word. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, and I think that's why I want us to put this material mm-hmm. out there because I'm finishing Acts right now for, you know, whatever, however many times I've read it in my life. And each time I read it, I'm like, man, how did I miss that? Man, how mm-hmm. did I live my life in this way without the recognition that the Holy, there are active roles of me listening to the Holy Spirit, but there are also active roles of me being in community with people yeah. who are hearing on my behalf as well. And, and so I'm just excited if, um, if you feel any hesitancy, and I actually don't believe that anyone does because I believe there's a grace for us to do this, mm-hmm. a podcast series that I really enjoyed from Matt Chandler at the Village Church. He did one on spiritual gifts, and he did one on prophecy. That's a Baptist church in Flower Mound with multiple locations. But I thought at a base level, he did a great job of introducing his congregation to the gift of prophecy and encouraging them in ways that they could just start stepping into that mm-hmm. gift. So if you need to hear a voice that you maybe know better mm-hmm. than Janelle or myself, um, then that's just a name I want to propose to you. And then for the rest of you that are like, yeah, let's go. Well, come back mm-hmm. next week and hear the yes. rest. So Janelle, just what final thoughts do you have? And then if you just dismiss us in prayer or okay. if there's any word that you feel led to release, you're welcome to Well, to I just do that. want to even... Um, those that are listening to this and preparing to come back, it listens some more. Uh, just even say, Lord, do you have something to tell me? I'm, I want to listen to you and to your voice mm-hmm. and just see what experiences, uh, what comes across your path, whether mm-hmm. that is from the written word or, or in your own unctions. Because oftentimes people are thinking that oh, when I hear from the Lord, it's going to be a voice. Normally it sounds like you. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like your thought, your voice, but you know that, that it's an instrument of peace. Mm-hmm. And so if you, uh, mostly women, but if there happens to be a gentleman listening to this, if you'll just say, Lord, I'm here. Just like we go into salvation when you were talking earlier, I thought, Lord, that's our response that brings us into life and relationship yeah. with you. Is we hear you asking, mm-hmm. will you give me your heart? Yes. He's talking to you, and we said yes, yeah, and we we answered that that that's how this works, mm-hmm. no differently than uh, than that answer of his call to salvation. It's just his the Father's voice we know, and we respond to that, yeah, and um, so, and that's where I come. How mm-hmm. I come to prophecy is very relational. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in a dogmatic way, not in a systematic way. And there are many that teach it from those veins yeah. that um, are just as biblical based. But I just feel like everything that God does, or at least the way that he has knit me together, is for relationship yeah. and for reconciliation, mm-hmm. first to him and then to others. So this is to draw you closer, not to push you away. And so we just welcome you to the table Mm -hmm. of our conversation that we'll be having in the weeks to come and hope that you come back. 
Yeah. And if you have a quote, like we, we much more just had a conversation right now than T when Janelle teaches, she'll give you scriptural references, Mm -hmm. but in that, or in this, if you've heard something that to your knowledge, it's not biblical or or you don't know where the reference is, then come, come to us and, and let us show you because as we've said already in this conversation, the written word Mm -hmm. is, um, it is the plumb line Mm -hmm. for, uh, us knowing um, the heart of God that we also then saw manifest in Jesus and that we now also get the opportunity to hear and prophesy. Excellent. So, um, yeah, just fair game. Come to us if mm-hmm. you need clarification, and we're happy to do yes, that. Because we know what we know. We just don't always know what you don't know. Yeah. And and if we don't have the answer, we, we know where to go and yeah. find you the answer. Because Absolutely. Uh, we're all learning and growing. I'm still, I'm actually taking a, a class um, myself mm-hmm. growing the gift of prophecy in me because I feel like um, just like on a ball team, the only way we get better is at practicing the basics. Yes. And so if you'll just consider prophecy of being just one of the basics yes. and that's where we're going to head. And I actually, I I had Janelle take our entire board through this training so that we did not get lazy <laughs> independent lazy and uh, comfortable, lazy and depending on Janelle to operate in a gift that comes easily for her because she's operated in, in longevity for, the, for as one aspect. There are other reasons that it comes natural to her in her gifting. But also, it's easy to be okay with some. This was me for a long time. I'm okay with ABC. I see that God does that in other people. But if he wanted me to do it, he'd just like boom, I would have it. I don't need to ask for it. I don't need to grow in it. I don't need to desire it. And I think if, at the base level, we're stirring up a desire here yeah. with this conversation. So, Well, and I know we need to shut this down, but it, you saying that made me think about all of us would love to lose a few pounds or get a muscle. Yeah. But until we lift up weights or we change our diet or our uh, lack of exercise, mm-hmm. those things aren't going to happen. Yeah. They're just a hope and a prayer and a wish. Yeah. But, um, and so if you're desiring to be more intimate with the Lord, yes, this is a chance for you to lift up. Yeah. Take a few moments with us in these podcasts and just work that part of your heart and your ear yeah. and just see what he wants. If it's nothing more than for you to just gain knowledge so that you can be blessed. Mm-hmm. Because if you're opening your heart to prophecy, God will bring prophecy to you. Yeah, absolutely. That's all He's waiting on us is to open that door, whether that's to salvation or any other part yeah. of, of the abundant life He's promised us. So In Acts, there was a group of folks called Bereans, and, and Paul and some of his companions went and and spoke to them, and, and then they studied the Scriptures for themselves to see if everything that they had said was was mm-hmm. true. And so feel what mm-hmm. we should all do that. We should exactly. all make ourselves students of right. the of the words. So let's all even if it's a, do that. Uh, someone in a pulpit sharing the word, we should go yeah. back and study for ourselves to see if, if what was shared lines up with what we see in the word. Yeah. And to have those conversations. Not Absolutely. for confrontation's sake, but for conversation's sake. Absolutely. All right. Bless us out of here. Let's pray. (laughs) Father God, we just thank you for all that are listening. We truly believe that everyone listening, you formed them and knit them together in their mother's womb. And that in that knitting, 
you have their gift and their calling, or I should say gifts. And so, Father, we pray first of all for those that are um, knowing there's more and they feel that sense of dissatisfaction that, Lord, that could be the prophecy part that you're trying to show them that I need to use you now or I need you to have ears for this. We pray for our sisters Mm -hmm. that they would say, I'm willing to listen. That's all you're asking. Mm -hmm. So we bless them, Father, until we get to come back with them. We thank you that your love for them is greater than any words we can say. And so we just pray for each one listening to abound great in your love, to operate in peace, Mm -hmm. and to keep faith and hope alive. Because the days you have for them ahead are better than any days behind them. We just bless them, and in going into our next, I just, before my sisters, I just say, Lord, show us what we're supposed to talk about now. Mm-hmm. Where is our starting point of learning? Mm-hmm. And we will follow you until you say we're done. Yes, Lord. And so, Lord, we just thank you for this gift of prophecy. May it all be done so that you are honored, you are glorified, and people see our good works and they glorify you. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 